BAM Radio Network. So what can a leader do in cases where there are individual teachers who feel like they just are not equipped to change some students' trajectories, or they just don't buy into this equity initiative? Leaders, you you have to be courageous, and you have to be willing to have those difficult conversations. Equity work is it's, it's always a little bit messy. Welcome to ASCD Connect, supporting your journey as a life-changing educator. Here's your host. Improving educational equity is a major priority in many school systems, especially in the midst of a pandemic that has magnified and exacerbated many gaps among students. Yet school equity initiatives are often fragmented and ineffective. Why is that? And what can school leaders do to make equity strategies more cohesive and impactful? I'm Anthony Rabora, the Editor-in-Chief of ASCD's Educational Leadership. I am joined today by Dr. Wayne Chisholm, who is the Dean of the School of Education at Peru State University. He's the author of an excellent article in the February 2022 issue of Educational Leadership entitled, Paving a Coherent Path to Equity. Welcome, Professor Chisholm. Glad to have you with us. In your article, you note that equity initiatives often falter because faculty members don't have a common understanding of the work involved. Why does that happen so frequently with equity initiatives? One of the things that I think is is very challenging to do as a leader is you have so many varying values and beliefs, systems of faculty. So oftentimes, as we're going through these these equity initiatives and we're having these, these conversations, it's really challenging as a leader to make sure that everybody is on the same page. Uh, oftentimes, we go through these processes where we are trying to construct these equity statements and these vision statements within our schools. But often we don't always have the time or take the time to circle back and to make sure that we're really uh, working with staff to solidify their knowledge and their understanding. So it's really easy right. to, to make assumptions that, that things are sinking in uh, without really making sure that we give people multiple iterations of, of these conversations or these processes to make sure that there is a real deep, clear understanding. Right. So one of the things you stress, and I'm going to quote you here, you say this, that systematic marginalization that leads to inequities is generally a hidden part of any culture. And I think you're saying that that's something that educators often don't fully grasp, and that makes equity work a little bit weaker or more surface level. Is that right? Yeah. And I think what, you know, what happens is we get so caught up in the day-to-day uh-huh. that we, we, these things often go undetected or unannounced to just what's happening within our systems. And unless we take those intentional moments to actually sit back and pause, they, just, they go unlooked or undetected. So when you come into a school, I know you've done some consulting and coaching work. When you come in and you see that an equity initiative lacks coherence or common understanding across the faculty, what's the next step? How do you begin to address the problem with the school leader? Uh, One of the first things I do when I go into a school is that they do have like, you know, these equity and these vision statements. And my question is always, how do I know that it's existing within this school? So I'm looking for signs and evidence that it exists. So as I actually sit down with leaders, I ask them the same question. So, so tell me, what are all the things that you see on a day-to-day basis to let you know the people or the staff within your building are living out this vision? And typically, you know, as they're talking, uh, one of the things I also like to do is I like to test it, right? Mm-hmm. So how do we actually go out within the building and without those spaces and hear from the stakeholders to actually learn? Is that indeed the case? So one of the things that we actually, I looked at in that article specifically as John was going around and, and speaking with faculty, was actually listening for themes and reoccurring things 
that would let him know that staff was actually uh, in, on board with the vision. If they do have a fragmented understanding, then it's a matter of a kind of a communications plan. Yeah, I think if it's fragmented, then you really have to go back to the drawing board and begin to engage them in deeper conversations around that equity. Yeah. One of the things you recommended, I really liked this, was uh, having teachers write future headlines that would reflect the success of the equity initiative. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so I'm very, very big on backwards mapping. I think it's really important for people to see what's the end game. What's the end result? Because I think if you understand what it is that you desire at the end of it all, it actually informs the actions to get there. So actually starting with, uh, you know, an ideal setting or an ideal situation, what would this look like? And then you begin to look at uh, with your staff. So what are the actual actions that we would have to take to get there? Uh, And those are the things that you actually begin to monitor to make sure that you're getting what you desire at the end. So you would ask teachers to come up with headlines that show like where you've gotten in five years. Yes, most definitely. And I think what you're also trying to do is build that investment, right? right? So if you're helping them actually construct what they want it to look like in the end, it actually brings more intentionality to their actions and helps them begin to have more purpose, right? Because that why is really, really important, especially in equity work, that people understand why they're doing it, but also more importantly, what it is that they're actually searching for and reaching for at the end. It's critical. I see. So uh, what are some signs for you that a school is taking equity initiatives uh, on in a coherent and serious fashion? And what are some sort of things you look for when you go into a school or after you've worked with a school for a while? Yeah. So some of the things that uh, essentially that I look for really, it is you have to have just that open ear. And, and, and so what I mean by that is just when you're engaging in those, those conversations, I really like to hear from the various stakeholders. I like to do not interviews per se, but just engage people in conversation because that's where you really begin to learn what those values are. And so, but I think important to that prior to that conversation I'm actually talking to a leader and engaging in a conversation around. So Mm -hmm. as I'm going around talking to your faculty or to your staff or various stakeholders, what would you be hopeful for that I would hear? And I think that's very, very important because, again, it goes back to that end game. So it's understanding that what was it you would be hopeful that I hear? And then I actually go around and see, are those themes, do they arise, do they surface as I'm having these conversations? So actually thinking about what the leader is hopeful for. And then also saying, does that mirror the things that I'm actually hearing as I'm walking in the space or actually as I'm looking at things within the environment? Okay. So you're looking for some alignment in the way teachers are responding. Yes, most definitely. And even as you're, you're looking at your, their collaborative structures and, and things like that, are, mm-hmm. there, are there conversations mirroring uh, what you're hopeful for? Are they mirroring just that we're going after equity? I see. Uh, so what can a leader do in cases where there are individual teachers who feel like they just are not equipped to change some students' trajectories, or they just don't buy into this equity initiative. You, you mentioned some situations where educators are putting a lot of blame on the student's behavior or lack of initiative. How can a leader respond to that in the midst of an equity strategy? And, and again, that goes back to one of the things I was talking about in that article is just that the, the, the efficacy is really, really important right. to any work. And I, I think those are where those and I, I talk about this a lot, but leaders, you, ha- you have to be courageous and you have to be willing to have those difficult conversations. Equity work is it's, it's always a little bit messy uh, because there are so many strong beliefs and opinions. So one of the things that it's important for a leader to do when you're noticing uh, that, that, that teachers are struggling is you have to increase your visibility. I think you have to be present. You have to provide that support because really one of the things that, that sometimes the questioning of the ability really has a lot to do with maybe I just don't know how 
right? So I think that's where as a leader, you have to increase your visibility, also increase your level of conversation around that vision, around what it is you're looking for, and going back to that end game again, really stressing those critical steps that have been identified uh, to meet the needs of the building and reaching equity. Very interesting. So one of the things you, you mentioned the importance of the why in this work and understanding the why. And in the article, you talk about having an emotional attachment to it. How can a school leader sustain that over the course of a year, particularly in a really challenging year like this one, where there's so many issues facing schools and education? It is certainly um, a different time that we're in, but the why is so critical because I believe that, that when, you're, when you're helping people through that coherence, be emotionally attached to the goal, it really increases the actions and the meaning behind the things that people are, the steps and that people are taking. And I think as far as how you sustain that as a leader is you have to really um, keep first things first. Because even in the midst of all of this, at the end of the day, educating kids is still the game. And so Mm -hmm. as a leader, uh, you have to continue to keep that vision, keep that perspective at the forefront of your faculty and staff. Um, Because there will be, as, as we've experienced with everything COVID, uh, there are going to be things that try to knock us off that path, but you have to, we have to, as leaders, keep them focused, engage them in conversations. And that's where I talk about that notion of uh, the coherence and the depth and of an understanding of the work. It's really engaging people in frequent, bold conversation that allows them to continue to grow within their understanding in order to great, do great things for kids. It's really powerful advice. So thank you to Dwayne Twism for joining us and sharing his insights. Thank you to all of you for listening. I hope you'll join in again to read Dr. Chisholm's article and others in our February 2022 issue on Equity Every Day. Go to www.ascd.org el. You've been listening to ASCD Connect, supporting your journey as a life-changing educator. Thanks for listening. This program is produced by Accretive Media for the BAM Radio Network. Thanks for listening.